97.9 FM, WCHL is pleased to present Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno. Nicole has over 15 years of experience as a geriatric social worker and administrator working in the long-term care industry to include skilled nursing care, Alzheimer's care, adult day care, and home care. She also worked as a family caregiver. In addition, Nicole co-founded a nonprofit in the Triangle that specializes in support for caregivers. Now, Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno. Welcome to this episode of Caring Connections. This is Nicole Bruno, your host. Joining me today is Heather Altman, and she is the Director of Community Connections at Carol Woods Retirement Community, and also Mary Frazier, the Director of the Aging Transitions Program for the Orange County Department on Aging. We are going to be discussing the SHARP Direct Care Workers Awards today, and also some updated information on what you can expect from the Department on Aging and Carol Woods in the coming weeks and months. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. So excited to have you here today, and I know you are really excited to announce the winners of these Sharp Awards and give them the kudos that they they deserve. But before we get into all that, I hear the word sharp, and that sounds like a dangerous implement. Something we're not allowed to bring on airplanes, Heather. So can you tell me what the history of this sharp thing is? Sure, it's completely safe and fine and lovely. Um, Sharp stands for the Senior Health Advocacy and Resource Partners here in Orange County. We are a collection of about 60 individuals that represent um, private businesses and private organizations, as well as government agencies dedicated to ensuring the quality of care of our older adults and our caregivers here in Orange County. So um, we come together once a month and we talk about what we can do to advance best practices here in our area. So Sharp is more like snazzy then, not yeah, dangerous. It, was, it, it seemed too long to say we are a public and private <laughs> partnership in uh, health and social services. So this was our way to be kind of fun with that. So the history of that, you know, how did this group form? Why is it created? Is it some sort of a government mandated program or, or tell us where this came from? Where is the sure. brainchild? Sure. And we've gone through different names. So we like to have different snazzy names throughout. <laughs> the years. We started in 2008. Uh, we actually started thanks to a grant from the Duke Endowment. Oh, wow. The Duke Endowment gave um, close to a million dollars, actually, to Carol Woods to help um, uh, do a lot of community work to specifically look at care transitions for older adults and adults with disabilities out of the hospital. And since then, uh, we used to be called PAT, Patient Advocacy <laughs> at Transitions, and we were called On Deck, the outreach <laughs> network um, for consumers. So we've gone through different names, and over the years, we've expanded our focus. And so that was the Genesis back in 2008. And over the last few years, we decided to broaden to look at a range of issues around the care for older adults. And this issue of um, how we support and value and honor our direct care workers has uh, rise and has grown in importance. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've talked about there's been a number of projects that your committee's mm-hmm. been involved with. Before we jump into these direct care worker awards, talk to me about some of the other accomplishments of your group. Well, we've li- we have wonderful partners, I should say. So some of the members, we have nonprofit organizations like Carol Woods and Charles House and Guiding Lights and a Helping Hand. Um, we have government partners like Orange County Department on Aging. One of our fabulous partners is at UNC Healthcare. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited over the years to work with them to talk about their different care transitions programs mm-hmm. and to help give voice um, and advocacy to some of the issues. And so we spent a while focusing on that. Um, and at some point, we'll, we'll turn it over to Mary to talk um, a lot about the Orange County Master Aging Plan. Mm-hmm. And this became another work group, if you will, to help identify the priorities for aging issues here in our county. And so, um, and the Long-Term Care and Direct Care Worker Awards um, comes forth from some of that work as well. And so some of the other projects you've completed were... 
Um, I th- looking at specifically around care transitions and helping to do some state and um, even some national work around that. Um, we also have different, um, for years, we had a resource fair mm-hmm. at what's now University Place, mm-hmm. um, and we helped uh, do a lot of partnership with the Orange County Department on Aging on their initiatives. And so for a number of years, we had the resource fair for seniors. Mm-hmm. And about a year and a half ago, we decided to reprioritize our efforts. Sure. And one of the issues um, that really rose to the top was how do we recognize our our direct care workers. Our direct care workers, I don't know if the listeners know, but 70 to 80 percent of our paid hands-on care of older adults and uh, in personal assistance, it's coming from direct care workers. So a direct care worker is? Uh, do you want to say, I'm turning to Mary. <laughs> well, it's an individual that really provides hands-on care to folks that are living with some sort of disability or uh, difficulty in managing their personal care, taking care of their homes, um, taking care, getting out into the community to do their grocery shopping. Direct care workers do so many things. Um, Just about anything a person needs to be able to stay in their home and stay out of a nursing home or other institution. So these are really the people on the front line. These are the people that are doing a really hard job. You know, I I come from a former world of home care. So these are the people who are assisting individuals with bathing, with dressing, with, you know, grooming themselves, with transportation, with housekeeping, meal preparation, as you said. So these are the people that are really helping that individual maintain a quality of life and independence wherever they call home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they're working both in people's homes and in our long-term care facilities, in nursing homes and assisted living and family mm-hmm. care homes. And, mm-hmm. and they may be known by a few different names. Sure. So yeah. we have nursing assistants, home health aides, personal care assistants, personal care aides. There's also independent providers. So mm-hmm. just in terms of the range of titles they may have, mm-hmm. but they all speak to that one-on-one direct hands-on care that, as you said, allows um, individuals to live as independently and, and as purposefully as possible. So you mentioned, Heather, that one of the main focuses of your committee over the years has mm-hmm. been helping with care transitions. Mm-hmm. Um, would you view a direct care worker as a person who's integral in that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Looking at what happens after someone leaves the hospital or as they're moving from one care um place to another, how they're going to get back and forth to doctor's appointments, how are they going to get back and forth to pick up their medications, how with their home, how are they going to be any assistance they need with bathing, Mm -hmm. any assistance they need with eating, any assistance they need with maintaining social connections. There's so many steps involved um, and support needs involved. And so our direct care workers are part of that care team, um, which also includes other healthcare professionals, doctors and nurses, but really a lot of times the individuals themselves and their families. So this is part of that support circle around individuals. And I think I've heard of a pilot program, not sure if it's still in existence, where people that left the hospital got a certain number of hours of care from a direct care worker. I'm not sure if that's around anymore, but that's something that was in place at one point. And there's a lot of creativity. There, there was a program, and mm-hmm. I think that there are other programs that are being created that, that is recognizing the mm-hmm. fundamental importance, especially in the first few weeks after someone leaves um, the hospital or has some sort of um, event that, that a group is needed. And so the direct care workers um, are primary importance, especially during those times. So I think there's definitely some more attention being given to the role, the importance of the direct care workers. Right. My is, whole point of that comment, it's, 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 it's huge, huge. It, and it's both in transitions and it's in long-term care. Mm-hmm. I mean, for some people, they'll need this level of care forever um, if they're going to be able to stay in their home or even in institutional care because they no longer have the ability to take care of them the same 
take care of themselves in the way they used to do that. Sure. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And joining me today again is Heather Altman and Mary Frazier. And we are talking about the history of SHARP, the Direct Care Workers Awards, and what the great importance of direct care workers are in our community. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Nicole Bruno, your host of Caring Connections. And joining me today are both Heather Altman and Mary Frazier talking about the Direct Care Worker Awards. Super excited about that. And also sort of the whole reason why we want to honor direct caregivers in our community today. So welcome, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. So I think we got some history of why this group was founded and some of the really exciting projects you were involved with. But Mary, if you could help me understand why this was so important to the Department on Aging. Well, I think that the goals and mission of the Orange County Department on Aging is completely in sync with the goals and the mission of the SHARP Committee, as Mm -hmm. Heather described it. Um, The Department on Aging develops a five-year master aging plan um, every five years. We're in our third one now, and it's very comprehensive. It deals with what are all of the needs and services and supports that our older community is going to need to be able to stay in Orange County comfortably throughout their whole life. So we look at housing, we look at transportation, we look at health care, we look at community engagement opportunities, and we also look at long-term care. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the area of long-term care, the county doesn't have a lot of clout. There's not a lot that they can do. They don't regulate nursing homes or assisted living facilities. We don't run them. Um, (laughs) We just want those um, organizations that do that work to do the best that they can. Mm -hmm. And so that quality of the people that they're serving is really at at the foremost. Mm -hmm. So we thought maybe the best thing that the county could do would to be offer incentives um, toward long-term care facilities Mm -hmm. to do good work and to promote and support and honor those direct care workers that really are the hands that touch everyone that that needs the help. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to find a way to to really to honor direct care workers. So we went to SHARP, to the SHARP committee, and asked, since they were made up of many of these organizations, Mm -hmm. if they would partner with us to do this. And they certainly wanted to do that also. And so that's how this started, Mm -hmm. Um, coming out of the Master Aging Plan, partnering with our nonprofit and profit service, for-profit service providers to really honor those people that really do the work. And you know, Mary, I've personally been touched by direct care workers myself in many different ways. You know, it, starting off in working in nursing homes, working hand mm-hmm. in hand with them when they were caring for, for the residents, then working in home care when they were employed. I got a different view in helping educate them. Mm-hmm. Now with Guiding Lights, you know, what we do is we train people to become direct care workers. Mm-hmm. But then more, more recently, I had an experience with a loved one who had a family member that was very ill and had to employ a direct care worker. And then that person ended up passing away, not the care worker, the individual they were caring for. And that direct care worker, this is about seven months ago, continually email, texts me, yeah. probably once every two to three months on holidays or like Mother's Day, just checking how we're doing, still thinking about us, talked about how much they love this person that they cared for. I'm like, months and months later, there's no reason for that person to do that. So they do. These people are not in it. And I wish they could make the amount of money that doctors made mm-hmm. because really, it's just like our teachers, that is the most important thing is to care for our young and care for our frail and sick, but they don't. But you can totally tell that the ones that are really good are in it for the, for the heart yeah. of it all. And they are just beautiful, beautiful people. And I just wish we could give them the world. <laughs> so this is part of you giving them some sort of recognition. And I think this is just amazing. So let's talk a little bit about um, these awards, how they were developed. And I know we want to get to the winners. That's the exciting part. But but just, you know, how they were nominated, um, how this was publicized, the types of awards that were given out, that sort of thing. 
Well, actually, we worked together with the SHARP committee to Mm -hmm. come up with the award categories, Mm -hmm. and we came up with five different ones. Uh, We wanted to award someone who uh, had tremendous client impact, so Mm -hmm. there's a client impact award. Uh, Going the Extra Mile Award, those people that just, Mm -hmm. they just... Above and beyond. In the the hurricanes, (laughs) and they they stay for a week when when the power's out. I mean, Mm -hmm. the stories were amazing that we heard about people who went the extra mile. Um, The Rising Star Award for a new direct care worker Mm -hmm. that hasn't been in the field very long but has great potential. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, a Longevity Award for Mm -hmm. uh, an individual that has made this their life's work Mm -hmm. and has been so efficient and effective and loving in the work that they've done. Um, And then a Leadership Award for those individuals that really promote quality care and compassion Mm -hmm. uh, within their organization and serve as a model for other workers that they work with. Mm And then finally, we wanted to recognize someone that was all those things rolled into one. <laughs> and we say that is the Direct Care Worker of the Year Award. Wow. So one person gets the... Just gives me goosebumps to hear this because I know it must have been so hard. So let's talk about that selection process. I would hate to be on that committee. <laughs> so um, we, we wanted to make sure that we brought in experts to help to make the selection process and also be neutral from those of us who are sponsors of, like Carol Woods, sponsors and supporters, and but also nominees of some of our staff. And so actually this wonderful group... Of um, Project Engage volunteers, and I'll let Mary explain that group, but we brought in a group of um, older adult uh, community leaders Hmm. to be the judges, and so uh, all of us were separate from the judging process, except for Mary got to work closely with them, so (laughs) she got to hear about the the difficult process. (laughs) Yeah, and it was a blinded process, right? It was. It was amazing. We had 42 different individuals that were nominated. That's great. And some of those individuals were actually nominated for more than one category, so we had 50-some or 60 different uh, award nominations. Mm -hmm. So I just developed uh, a sheet for each uh, judge. It was coded with the name so they couldn't tell what agency or organization Mm -hmm. the person worked for or their name because some people were nominated for more than one. Mm -hmm. So they were blind to Mm -hmm. it. And there were three people. Uh, They independently rated uh, each nomination and they Sort of, it was arranged, they, and they picked their top three, and then we came together to see if they had some sort of correspondence in their uh, estimation, and they did. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> selecting the top one or two was not so difficult. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was hard between to choose between the top two. And in one case, we ended up with a tie. Oh. <laughs> we could not choose. Okay. So it sounds like you had an awesome process. Can you tell me the types of organizations that nominated people? I mean, did you get people from the community or was this just mainly long-term care facilities? Um, or It was mostly the organizations themselves uh-huh. that did the nominating, although we did have uh, three individuals that were people who received the services from the caregiver mm-hmm. Um who made the nomination. We advertised it uh, through all the organizations that we work with, all the members of SHARP, Mm -hmm. uh, through other networks that we have with long-term care facilities. And we did have a press release that went out Mm -hmm. to the general public. Awesome. Um, So we were were pleased. We had 27 nominations last year. This is actually the second year that we've held this award process. Great. Um, So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to actually have a drum roll, please. And we're going to announce the winners and hear a little bit more about what's coming up with Carol Woods and Department on Aging. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back. This is Nicole Bruno, your host of Caring Connections, and joining me are both Heather Altman and Mary Frazier, and we are talking about the great Sharp Direct Care Workers Awards. So excited, ladies. I know we've been keeping everybody in suspense. Please let me know before I can't take another moment <laughs> of the suspense who, ha- who have been awarded the Direct Care Worker Awards. All right. For the Longevity Award, Belinda Hooker who works for the Nurse Care of North Carolina. We also are honoring the employers of Mm. these fine workers for doing such a good job of hiring and keeping them in their agency. How nice. Um, the long, the Rising Star Award went to Sharnella McCray, who works with Live Well Assisted Living. Awesome. The Leadership Award went to Nelda Wade with Signature Healthcare of Chapel Hill. Awesome. Going the Extra Mile Award was the one that had a tie. <laughs> Judy McCurdy won from Visiting Angels of Central North Carolina and Pastor Cibrian from Homewatch Caregivers. Nice. Both were awarded the Going the Extra Mile Award. And finally, the Direct Care Worker of the Year Award went to Ruth Bozeman, Visiting Angels of Central North Carolina. Awesome. And did you have a Longevity Award winner? We did. That was Belinda Booker, Hooker. With nurse care, but I missed the client impact ah, award. That's it. the one I missed. And that is Shelly McNair from Charles House Association. Wow. So this is, I mean, blinded and well-rounded. Yes. I mean, wow. <laughs> Look at all these agencies that were mentioned. Well, congratulations to you all. I'm so excited for you, and I hope you get to hear your your recognition here on the show. And I know you had a great ceremony just a couple days ago, and I'm mm-hmm. sure they were all super, super excited and proud. And I, I remember I was there last year, and it just, people brought their families, and it, there were tears of joy, and mm-hmm. just that recognition was mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. And so. we wanted every person that was nominated to feel special and honored, mm-hmm. not just the, the few that were actual so winners, all received. everyone That's was special. amazing. And, and a thank you to our county commissioners who come yes. and give out the awards as well. So really at all levels, there's so much support and, and respect. Well, ladies, we just have a couple of minutes left, so I want you to be able to talk a little bit about anything up and coming exciting, both with Carol Woods and with uh, Department on Aging. Well, I'll just say Carol Woods because I'll turn it over to Mary, but Carol Woods is just so happy to continue to be close partners with the Orange County Department on Aging. We have a 35-year track record of working <laughs> to make a difference in the broader uh, broader community. Um, our residents make a difference. Our staff makes a difference, our organization. And so we're thrilled to continue to support these kinds of endeavors. Thank and you. So well, and the, I guess the biggest thing coming up for us is that we are embarking on our next five-year master aging plan. It's been cycle. that long already. Wow. Be, yes, here we are again, which will be 2017 to 2022. Um, And this year, we are going to work to become an age-friendly community, the whole county. Um, This is a network that was started by the World Health Organization. Mm -hmm. It's international, and AARP is behind it. So um, we will begin to start talking to everyone that lives in Orange County in terms of what they see as the needs for this community to become Mm -hmm. age-friendly in all domains, in housing, transportation, healthcare, um, wellness in every area. So I hope that everyone will start seeing opportunities to come to public meetings, to join focus groups, to help share this information with us. Awesome. Well, and just a quick little plug here as well. Orange County Department on Aging is super involved with this. We are actually going to be hosting a conference, a caregiver summit on August 9th. Registration will be opening in a couple of days to support both professional and family caregivers, and it's going to be at the Friday Center. More information to follow. As always, it is, uh, you're always welcome to email your caring questions Questions to caring at 1360wchl.com. Thank you both, Heather and Mary, for being here today. It was a pleasure to have you, as thank always. You. Hopefully, you thank come you. back. And thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. 
The purpose of Caring Connections is to educate listeners to help improve the quality of life for families, for professional caregivers, as well as those people affected with Alzheimer's disease. Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno is supported by HomeWatch Caregivers. You can hear this and any other program of Caring Connections on WCHL's website, chapelboro.com. Be sure to email questions to caring at 1360wchl.com. Caring Connections is a presentation of 97.9 FM, WCHL, Chapel Hill Carborough's News, Talk, and Tar Heel Station.